The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the fourth chapter. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness for 40 days, being tempted by the devil. And he ate nothing during those days. And when they were ended, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. And Jesus answered him, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone. And the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and said to him, To you I will give all this authority and their glory, for it has been delivered to me, and I give it to whom I will. If you then will worship me, it will all be yours. And Jesus answered him, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. And he took him to Jerusalem, and set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered him, It is said, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. And when the devil had ended every temptation, He departed from him until an opportune time. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen. The only temptation that you will ever face in this life is the temptation to settle for less. Every sin is some sort of settling. In the wilderness, Jesus has all the excuses that we would ever need. He is weary. He is hungry. He is cold. He is alone. He is driven by the Spirit to a dangerous place. He is attacked. And he can die, you know. But Jesus is not we. The devil does not seem to know this, at least not yet. Jesus walks and talks and weakens and suffers and hungers just like us. So the devil treats Jesus just like us, just like any other man, just the way the devil treated Adam and Esau and Judas. Adam lost paradise for a piece of fruit. Esau traded his status as firstborn son for a bowl of soup. And when Judas picked up a crust of bread at the Last Supper, he laid down his office as an apostle 
and he became a traitor. Each man lost everything when he settled for less. Of course, Jesus is not just any other man. He is, as the devil rightly says, the Son of God. And yet, to break the devil's grip, Jesus does not use anything more than Adam or Esau or Judas or you or I have already been given. Like Jesus, we do not live by bread alone. We live from Jesus Christ himself, the bread of life, the bread from heaven. We live from every word that proceeds from Jesus' mouth, which is the mouth of God. When his words enter us, the Holy Spirit fills us. When the Holy Spirit fills us, the devil is shut out. Jesus' words and Jesus' spirit are like armor. So we are shielded, we are protected, and we are safe. To settle for bread, that is, to settle for food, for money, for stuff, and for the momentary pleasure that they bestow, is a fairly crude temptation. But it works so reliably that the devil often starts there when he attacks us. So, don't settle for stuff. One step up from stuff is power. When the devil shows Jesus all the kingdoms in the world, and offers him all of their power along with all of their glory, it is only half a lie. For a time, at God's discretion, the devil does have the run of this world. But only for a little while. So, to swat away the devil's temptation, Jesus takes the long view. Verse 8. You shall kiss the Lord your God, and him only shall you kiss. And you shall not settle for anyone less, because he is the only one, the only Lord, the only God who really lasts. Right now, our world is running faster after tarot and curses and spells and demons and magic than I have ever seen. But the temptation is still the same to settle for power and glory. That is the devil's lie, and it was the devil's own sin. And he wants you to sin it too. Long ago in heaven, the devil settled for rebellion, 
choosing his own power and his own glory over the power and glory of the Lord who made him. And for that treason, the great archangel Michael broke the devil Lucifer and tossed him out of heaven. These days, that devil still wanders this world, seeking those whom he can co-opt into kissing him. But Jesus teaches us that this is the kiss of death. Please, do not settle for the devil. The last and most potent temptation is always to our pride. It is the hardest to resist because pride asks us to settle for ourselves. Pride was the very first conspiracy theory. Pride suspects that God is holding back his best from us, so God ought to shape up and do better. Pride presumes that God exists to exalt us in any circumstances, even when we are so stupid or so careless that we tempt death. If you are the Son of God, toss yourself down from the temple top and make your Father catch you. Do what you want and make his angels go to work. Telling God what to do for us and calling it a test of love for us is pure hubris. It puts God at our beck and call and not the other way round. But Jesus crushes the devil here because Jesus welcomes the other way round. Jesus lives to be at his Father's beck and call. Jesus lives for what we would name obedience. That is one huge difference between Jesus and Adam and Esau and Judas and the devil and you and me. Jesus happily does what the Father asks. Obedience forms the very core of Jesus' being. And that obedience to the Lord your God is on display in Jesus' life as freedom. By our standards, Jesus' obedience will not end well, at least not in the way that these three temptations to greed and power and pride define well. But by divine standards, 
Jesus' start to Lent is perfect. Jesus' obedience to his heavenly Father takes him to the cross. Nailed there, more weary, hungry, cold, and alone, more driven by the Spirit, and more attacked by the devil than he ever was in the wilderness, Jesus will die there. But his holy death at Calvary will break the power of death, just as his holy refusal to settle for a lesser God in the wilderness breaks the power of temptation. Never, ever, ever settle for less than the Lord your God. Always, 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 always follow Jesus through your temptations. Like him, you are a child of God, beloved, obedient, and free, so you too, with confidence, can say, come what may, I am in God's hands, God always provides Come what may, I kiss the Lord. God is always near. Come what may, I am safe. God always protects. That is God, the Lord Almighty, who made us and loves us and saves us, and through the obedience of his Son, Jesus Christ, guarantees our safety and our salvation in this life and in the life to come. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.